Hey fam, let's catch the moment. We open this space with the knowledge that the land in which we are located is occupied and unceded territories. On this, their traditional land and ancestral home, join us in acknowledging the tribal groups from where we personally vibe, including the Kickapoo, Kansas, Osage, Odos, Missouri, Padawami, Sioux, Shawnee, Wyandotte, Choctaw, and Chitty Macha tribes. We look to you as we become better stewards of the land we inhabit. Peace and love. Let go. Yeah, this is exactly what you're supposed to be doing. What's up? And welcome to the We Out Here podcast, a place to hear the stories of Black, Brown, and Indigenous folks in science and nature. You're listening to your boy, Alexi G, from the Black Lands of the Kumeyaay down here in San Diego, California. And with me, as always... <laughs> That's, that intro is going to be way too long. It's Allison. <laughs> it's just Allison. <laughs> it's just Allison. <laughs> it's just Allison. Here in the Narragansett lands on the settler map known as Providence, Rhode Island. It's graduation season. Everyone's so cute on campus. They're taking their pictures. Their sentence is ending. It's (laughs) Allison, are you graduating? No. (laughs) Allison's serving three more years. Two more years. Two more. Oh, my God. Please. (laughs) My bad. I got my M. I'm working on my F and my A. Yes, she is. I'm going to be a motherfucking actor. That's right. That's right. Well, I'm happy you got through your first year, Allison. It's Thank tough, you. But you can't. Yeah. Yeah. Yay. And Allison and I aren't the only people on this podcast. As always, <laughs> you guys don't care about us. You care about our guests. So, guests, go ahead and introduce yourself with your name, your pronouns, and what you do. Hi, everybody. It's Asia from Black Girls Hike. My pronouns are she and her. And I am the founder and the CEO of the organization. Ooh. That's right. That's right. That's right. I didn't that's know right. you had the three letter title. Wow, wow, wow. Yes. Asia, <laughs> tell us what is Black Girls Hike? So, Black Girls Hike, we are a hiking group. We curate hiking tours throughout the nation, now international, just bringing black and brown people to outdoor adventures. Ooh, I like that. I like that a lot. Like that, the, when you put adventure on something, it's like, what What are we going to do today? I don't mm-hmm. know. Exactly. We could see a fairy. We could see a flower. <laughs> I don't know, but it's going to be great. Ooh. We can cross some streams. We can climb some mountains. We can Outside. kayak, canoe. Don't matter. Anything Ooh, else. Really? Oh, I see. I thought you guys were just on foot. I didn't realize y'all were taking vehicles. <laughs> I like that. That's dope. They rafting on these hoes. It ain't just feet no more. Okay? Okay? <laughs> I like that. So, okay, question for you, Asia. Kayak or canoe? Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with kayak. Kayak. Very good. Damn. That's an yeah. interest. Okay, tell me a little bit about that. I don't even think I've been canoeing. Oh, so I'm just going to say kayak by default. Okay. And kayaking to me is just very hard. It's a lot of upper body, arm and shoulder work. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. We'll that was the that. correct answer. I've been an instructor. <laughs> Uh, for a summer and kayaking although it is a lot it's harder to capsize a kayak Ooh. than a canoe yeah really? that's true i've capsized many a canoe and let me be real that thing's like a cup 
It's like <laughs> as soon as it dips under the water, it's like boom. And then you look so dumb trying to get back, <laughs> trying to get all your stuff back. <laughs> no, I can't swim. So the moment I capsize anything, it's over for everyone. <laughs> like, Lord, take Send me. in the lifeguard. Yeah, let me get you certified as soon as possible. <laughs> okay. Honestly, hey, you're you're the bravest for going kayaking or canoeing or crossing streams. Can't swim. I respect that. I respect that a lot. You're like, you know, that's not gonna stop me. Yeah, nothing to it, but to do it. Yeah, I like that. I like that. You know, I've only been kayaking a few times myself. I've mainly been canoeing. I like the aspect that you have to coordinate with another person in order to get yeah. Like that's tight. When it's not working out, it's disastrous. But when it works out, it's like a vibe. I like that a lot. Yeah. Like rowing teams, they're like solid. Mm-hmm. The coordination and also like the build. I'm like, whoa. Yeah. That is what your scholarship is. Like, what part of the U.S. are you based in? Where you at? I'm on the East Coast, straight out of Baltimore, Maryland. Some people refer to it as the DMV, but mm-hmm. me, Baltimore girl, we do not claim that title. Oh, she's like, be specific. <laughs> wow, that's information. That's information. I yeah. Like that. If anyone's ever talking about the DMV, they're very rarely talking about Baltimore. Okay. So what does the DMV mean? What does that stand for? I think it's the DC, Maryland, Virginia area. All right. I legit, I bet I've been afraid to ask. <laughs> I hear people talk about it. I'm like, well, I don't know what that is. You thought somebody was going to Some take people. something away from you. They was going to reach in your wallet and take your card away. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. A little Some bit. people, when I hear the DMV and other like conversations, I guess it means like the motor vehicle. Yeah, place yeah, yeah. license to some yeah. places. Yep. But no, it's the DMV, DC, Maryland, Virginia. <laughs> that makes me laugh because now I'm like, okay, but do you also have the other DMVs in the DMV? Because why are people no. confused? What? We call it the MVA. So it's like the Motor Vehicle Administration. I don't okay. even know what the DMV stands that feels for. Perfect. Department of Motor Vehicles. Oh. <laughs> Every That's time people are like, I'm in the DMV, and I'm like, good for you. Get off your phone. Like, <laughs> No, they're probably talking about Maryland or D.C. Going back to the village IRL that you've been building, Asia, tell us a little bit about some favorite like places that you've gone hiking out. So I'm a waterway girl. I love to hike near streams, rivers, lakes, ponds, estuaries, anything (laughs) raining or wet. Estuary, that's funny. Um, (laughs) I'm sorry. Can I get the top three? I just don't have these. I, have... I get it. I get it. You need time to expand exactly. and really yes. okay. go yes. ahead. And I love things for different reasons. So I love Great Falls, Virginia, hiking along there. And just because like the Potomac is just so pretty and so calm and like, it's just beautiful. People are kayaking down a river. You can rock climb freehand or with the harnesses and the equipment. And it's just so serene. I just love rivers honestly mm-hmm. <laughs> i love that yeah <laughs> okay and number two number two i just recently went to cameroon for a friend's wedding and casual. we hiked casual casual you know all right <laughs> just been two weeks in cameroon but we hike it's called the ecom Nakong waterfalls and it's the largest waterfall in cameroon and we hiked down it was probably a half mile in total but it was the hardest thing i ever had to do and because I went with, like, a group of friends, 
and it was we were there for like a celebratory reasons it just felt very like familial and like just very I don't know it was like a, a good bonding moment for us yeah. it was just like all of our first times most of our first times in Africa most of our first times in Cameroon some people's first times hiking yeah so yeah. we just bonded over that and that was amazing I love that and number three I will say my favorite is this place called Cross in Baltimore and I like it because it's just close to home not many people know about it which I love because it's only 20 minutes north of the city and it's where I kind of got my hiking my first hiking experience so it's just very sentimental to me I go there all the time whenever I need a mental break (laughs) Mm, I start all my first like my season opening hikes there because it's just easily accessible not that hard along the river they have hills it's in the forest as well so it's just like a mixture of everything asia i'm gonna do you a big solid when i edit this i'm gonna bleep out the name of that place so that it stays special (laughs) i didn't even think about that got you i got you you well can i change my answer Oh, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. But we won't believe it that way. But no, it's Sorry. great. It's great. Everyone should come, not all at once. <laughs> Maybe you guys can go on a Tuesday. I'll go on a Thursday. Yeah. That's go. what I'm talking about. There we go. Exactly. Well, so, I mean, it sounds like you have an abundant hiking life. Like, yeah. this, like would, do you go hiking at least once a week? Like, is that the thing? Or does it depend on the season? It definitely depends on the season. I'm never going hiking in the snow. I'm never okay. going hiking and it's less than 30 degrees outside. Okay. But yeah, I hike pretty regularly. Just last week, I hiked four times in a week. And typically with Black Girls Hike, we hike every weekend. Yes. Okay. 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 So we are here. We've been dancing around the subject of hiking. We've been dancing around Black girls hiking. I want to hear a story from Black girls hiking. Okay? Okay? Do you hear me? Do you understand what I'm talking about? I'm ready. <laughs> we I started hiking formally, I'll say. Well, let me backtrack. I've always been a nature girl. Growing up, I was always outside, playing with my friends playing in the dirt, honestly, trying to capture caterpillars and lightning bugs and all of those things. So nature has always been in me. And then, honestly, I kind of attribute it to me being a Gemini. I just can't sit still. So just being in the house is just not for me. (laughs) (laughs) So when the pandemic came, of course, I was working at the time, but then the pandemic kind of shut everything down. And during that time, I was just bored out of my mind. Like, I could not stay in my apartment any longer. I couldn't be on my balcony any longer. So I would just ask my friends, like, hey, do you guys want to go hiking? I didn't even call it hiking. I would just say, do you want to go outside in the woods at that point? We would do that. We're going to my favorite spot. We're going to bleep it out. But we would be there (laughs) just a grand old time. And it was just amazing like some of us didn't have jobs at the time because of COVID some of us hated their jobs because of COVID so it was just a great way for us to kind of just enjoy life at that time so I would ask my friends to go outside with me all the time and you know they would come they were rolling every week every other week but they would kind of trickle off 
And me, like, I enjoyed it. Like, I was trying to go outside every three days. But of course, you can't really count on your friends sometimes to participate wholly in some of the things that you like to do. Yeah. So then I opened the invitation to my Instagram followers, like my personal account. And I would literally just put in my story, going hiking this Saturday at this park. Who wants to come? Let me know and I'll shoot you the details. And some people would do that. We would meet out there and have a grand old time. It was one time specifically where we were out hiking at Sugarloaf Mountain in Western Maryland, which is about 40 minutes away from Baltimore, which is about 92% Black. We were out there for about four hours. And I kid you not, me and my friend, we were the only Black people. And it didn't really register on us until we heard like the strange sound down yonder and thought we would have to run. And it was just like, well, who's going to come save us? <laughs> and that's what we thought. And it was just like, oh, wow, we're literally the only Black people out here. Yeah. And that was just like a really daunting revelation. And I was like, there's no way. There's no way I'm the only person or we're the only people that like to hike. Where's everyone? So I literally was just like, I'm going to start an Instagram for, what should I call it? Black girls hike. <laughs> <laughs> Why beat around the bush? Get straight to it. <laughs> Let's call it what it is, okay? Yes. <laughs> exactly. And from then, I used to just say, like, hey, people, tag me where you are. Let me see where you are, because I know you're out here. Let me know where you're at. And it kind of just snowballed and grew out of there. Now we hike all up and down the East Coast. We go to the West. We've been international across the waters. It's been great. And since then, now I literally hike every weekend. Is there a specific hike where you saw some stuff that, or like, it was just experiential in a different way for you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so... Tell us everything. This year, or maybe even last year, another little hobby of mine, I'll just backtrack, I just love animal documentaries. So I was watching this animal documentary, and it was about birds in general. They were talking about owls, and I've always been, like, fascinated with owls, even in elementary school. I remember dissecting owl pellets as a kid. I love owl pellets. They're so nasty and weird, but, like, nasty. so cool. Yeah, and I don't know. Just watching that documentary, it just dawned on me that I never saw an owl in real life. So I just tweeted. I was like, <laughs> I've never seen an owl in real life. Like, yeah. I don't even know. I know they exist. I hear them. Oh, where are they? Yeah, yeah. And that's kind of a reoccurring thing in my mouth in my life, you guys. Like I notice something, I kind of speak about it, and then whatever revelation or whatever I'm trying to see, it comes to me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so my friend Kia, her birthday, she's a Pisces. Yeah, so her birthday's in like February, March. Well. And she wanted to then she had a whole lineup of birthday activities. It was karaoke, it was dinner, it was the club, it was hiking, it was skating, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It was a marathon of events. Yeah. So I chose, of course, to go to the hiking one. <laughs> oh, she had like options that you could like, you could come to this thing that she's doing. My birthday. She had a layout of things that she wanted to do for her birthday. And regardless of who's going to be there, she was going to do those things. I respect that. That's, oh, that's Mm, all right, cool. Let's sorry, keep going. Yeah. That's amazing. So hiking, it was, that was that. I honestly can't remember her birthday. She's a Pisces, so it's February, March. Sorry, Kia, don't kill me. 
but I remember it was kind of chilly, greater than 30 degrees. Okay. But I remember kind of chilly. Honestly, we were kind of hungover because the night before we were drinking and this was mm-hmm. a Saturday. And we just pulled up to this park. It's called Leaking Park in Baltimore. Just yeah. a quiet, quaint place. I used to go there for summer camp as a kid. And we just decided to hike. Usually when I go hiking with my friends, it's not super formal. Like we don't have maps. We're not really mapping out where we're going to go or planning on how long we're going to be out there. It's kind of, again, we're just outside hanging out. And it was Kia, her best friend, Murph, and Murph's seven-year-old nephew. And then, yeah, we were just vibing. It was just a great time. The trail had all kinds of like interactive things, like mirrors and random Oh, cool. Trees. They kind of had like a xylophone made out of wood and whatever. So we were walking, we were hiking maybe like a mile and a half in. And literally, I'm just walking, minding my business, not even, again, I'm just outside, not paying attention to anything in general, Uh (laughs) just looking around. And maybe like 50 yards out, I randomly come across this owl. And you guys, it's like... 2 p.m. Like mid afternoon. It's not like oh. time. <laughs> it's daytime. It's daytime. Daytime. Someone else is also hungover. <laughs> yeah, that I was like. <laughs> it's daytime. And he's just staring at me. And I'm like, oh my god, where? And I think 50 yards, like in football terms, don't really sound that far. So I'm trying to point to it. I'm like, no, there's an owl, literally. Uh-huh. dead center looking at us in the middle of the day and they can't see it they can't see it so i have to take out my phone to take a picture of it wow. point it out on the picture so they can look and see and they're all just stuck like oh my goodness i've never seen it before like, yeah. it's in the daytime it blended in with the tree honestly the tree was brown so the body of the owl was brown and it had a white like face like oh, eyes face. Like, no. that might have been a great horn I was going to say, yeah, how big it was it? It didn't look that big. If I had to compare it very randomly, I'm looking at my iron right now, Uh and it's a little bit bigger than an iron. Suitable. Ooh. Yeah. And the whole time, it was just staring at us. Like, we were off to its left, so we're walking on the left side, and it's literally not moving its body, just looking at its head, moving its head. Okay, so it noticed y'all, and the only thing it did was, oh, my God. It just followed us with its head and its eyes. Wait, was it? It was just so. Could it have been a a barn owl? Maybe barn ears. They're like brown, and then they got the white face. Was it like a white white face? Yeah, it was a white white face. Yeah. Was his face like a heart? It looked more like circles, like binoculars, like wide binoculars, mm. not really a heart. Okay, because so like, yeah, the the barn owl. The whole like a of heart. its face was it like yeah. that. Yeah. If you can't tell, Allison is making a heart face over her face, but she looks like Magneto. <laughs> yes, it is me. It yeah, is no. I mean, we just continued on our journey. I felt happy on the inside because, again, I manifested this owl. Literally mm-hmm. three weeks ago, I tweeted about not seeing an owl in real life. And then here this owl is showing me it's glory. And I was like, wow, this is meant for me to see. You know, I was meant to be here today. Yeah. Me and this owl were meant to be here today. We were meant to see each other. And I love that for me. <laughs> there's, we love that for you too. There's like a little aspect that makes me think of like the universe said, you gotta deal with that hangover. 
but here's a reward. Here's some beauty. Here is the reward. Here's someone, you know, because like also, you know, I don't know if you ascribe to it, but like there are a lot of like really big spiritual implications of owls, both in terms of like their connection to like the light and the dark, but then also in terms of like wisdom and a lot of different folkloric ideas like that. So it's like, I like to imagine that you were just like, ah, blessed right there. Boom. Yeah, no, because seriously, I was going through like a mental gymnastics at that time. So that was just, again, like a manifestation of or an indication of how powerful my mind can be. I know I didn't plant the owl there myself. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like, you know, you can just manifest whatever you really want to. Mind is a powerful thing. What did that feel like somatically to be like something I manifested is literally in front of my face? Like, was there a bodily experience that is like that moment in time or that in reflection? Like your body had a certain response? Yes, I will say that because again, I was in like emotional slash mental turmoil. So that honestly like settled things for me. Like I felt comfort in, again, like just my mind, my value. Because at that time I was kind of like questioning my own value when it comes to work, I'll say. Yeah. So it just really... And it also affirmed me that I was doing exactly what I needed to do or exactly what I was supposed to be doing. Yeah. Like, long story short, I wasn't really sure that Black Girls Hike was supposed to be something that I was doing full-time or even part-time or half-time, I'll say. But in that moment, it kind of let me know, like, yeah, this is exactly what you're supposed to be doing. You should do it. You should take me. You should take everything in. You should manifest the things that you want to see. You want to be with the people that you want to be around. So it was just like, oh, there's an owl. Yeah. It's nice. I've heard also like another perspective on like the the thing that we discuss oftentimes in like especially millennials and Gen Z of like manifesting stuff. And I've heard a cool perspective on it where it was like, you know, maybe we aren't creating the things, but what we're doing is we're attuning ourselves to notice them. And mm-hmm. then sometimes with that noticing and with that like intention and with that focus, you can do something with that, you know, whether it is to create more or if it is to, you know, hold and be at ease, or if it's to change directions, whatever. And I like that idea that like, you know, it's a way for us to orient. I don't think I'm like into manifestation, but I've like, like some people are, but I think like there are certain things I've said recently that I'm like, hey bro, knock, knock, knock. Yep. This is the way this is going to go. Yeah, I just, yeah. I know you got plans and I just <laughs> hope that they align with my plans. And like recently I've been like certain things have happened. Like it literally with me just getting an apartment that I like deeply desired and wanted and was just a better situation for me. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh, it feels like this art of manifestation is just opening up a new way in. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. other ways of thinking about things yeah. and being yeah. available for things to come to you in a different way. I love that like it can happen in the natural. Like yeah. like Yeah. That's amazing. I, I did want to know one other thing. I did yes. want to know how it somatically felt, like the bodily experience. Yeah. I'm in art school, so I use the word somatic all the <laughs> time now. Um, but what was that bodily experience? Well, like for you, because you can't speak on anybody else's bodily right. experience, but when you were like, there are no other Black people here. Yeah. It felt very scary. Again, it was just like that realization, like, oh, shoot, we're basically alone like we 
if something was to attack us out here, <laughs> it's just us. You know, they got us. I don't really know <laughs> what else to do about yeah, that. I'm trying to. So it's very like stifling, you know? It's just like, oh, to be the only one and then like to be a minority in the world is one thing, but to be like the only one in the woods, it feels so much larger and you feel so mm. much more alone or by yourself mm. yeah 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 it's interesting that like you know you could be surrounded by people but if none of the people are your people like you're you alone alone yeah yeah and in, in a lot of meaningful ways like you just stated you are alone in, in a lot of ways because also the way we're going to interact with the world is going to be informed by the people who are around us too you know mm-hmm. so and when you mention it stifling it's like yeah I'm not going to move in a space the same way if I'm just surrounded by white folks, especially like if I'm with a large group of white folks who are birding, I definitely like, I regulate my behavior hard, like very much. Whereas if it's a mixed ethnic group of people, or if it's largely like black folks, I, there are parts of myself that I can let out. I can be Mm -hmm. there, you know? So that stifling is like, that makes a lot of sense to me. It reads. Yeah. Just like a hard realization, you know, like almost an epiphany. Like, wow. (laughs) Yeah. It's this like weird layer on top of like what kind of feels like a really spiritual experience, like being in nature. I know for a lot of us, it's like very much an experience in itself, just consuming the outside. And Mm -hmm. so like the many ways that that can be colored by who we're with, where we are mentally, what we ate today, what... (laughs) sounds are around or like what neighborhood we decided to hike into mm-hmm. that's different you know what i'm saying like familiarity with air like all that stuff yeah. like plays into i guess that's the thing like you have to just <laughs> now i feel like real woo woo because it's like every experience <laughs> is gonna be different and i know like me i'm like comparing it to meditation right now because like sometimes i'll go into meditation and be like okay i know exactly what to do to get the experience that I should have. And that's literally not the point. Like the point is just to experience what's happening right now. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess you can't plan, but what you bring with you, Mm -hmm. your shoes, your bottle, your spray, (laughs) and a life jacket. Please bring a life jacket, Asia. Asia. (laughs) Yeah. I usually always pack a knife, a flashlight. Mm -hmm. I don't do like a full first aid kit. But I'll pack some first aid items. Okay. So I usually share my location with someone, even though most times I lose service. So it doesn't really matter. But they'll have your last known location. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then water and snacks, of course. You don't want to be out there with nothing Mm -hmm. because you might get lost and you might get hungry. So there you go. What are your favorite hiking snacks? I love trail mix and nuts. I want to say nuts first, but that was going to sound crazy. So I <laughs> Very love tr- Very granola. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I'm a Do you granola. also have a preferred hiking boot or, or shoe. shoe? Or shoe. Love that. Not really. I don't have a favorite, to be okay. honest. I'm still shopping around for my favorite yeah. hiking shoe. Yeah. Waiting for sponsorship? Waiting for sponsorship? Honestly, hiking gear is expensive, mm, honestly. Yes. Hiking shoes on the low end is probably like 160 yeah. And I started cracking. And you're only wearing it outside to get dirty. To get a Right? We love it. Oh, that's so, I love this. I'm in a very Providence 
Rhode Island itself in general is a very hiker outdoorsy place, which I never would have thought, but there's like a lot here. And so it's exciting to like, before it gets hot, hot, humid, humid in the summer to go out and explore. And I'll have my fun Asia kit with me. Ooh, yeah. so do you what to do. And I need to come down there. I'm not that far from the area. You know, so I can hike we with were just in New York on Saturday, last Saturday on the 20th. We were in New York. Let me find Black Girls Hike on IG. <laughs> you weren't already following her out. Moment. Shame, shame, shame. Shame, I know your name. I thought I was. There's a lot of Black hiking groups. Low-key, like ever since 2020, it feels like it feels like it's been people just like showed up. They're like, hey, me too. And it's just like, yeah. yes, <laughs> which like, is people are generally looking for that community. Like a lot of people are interested in hiking, interested in being outdoors, but they don't have friends to do it with. They yeah. don't have family or they don't know where to go, how to start. So but wait, you yeah. say you live in San Diego now? Yeah. And I heard that y'all got something going on down here, Asia. I- we just also launched the Black Girls Hike San Diego chapter. Yep. We had a hike this past Saturday also. Yeah, congratulations. I love that. Thank you. I love that so like much. Sandy, all, yeah. do you, I was just say, if there's a San Diego group, there's probably not an LA group, is there? So, no. The hike lead that I have leading the San Diego group, her name is Jackie. Shout out to Jackie. Shout out to she Jackie. She said that she will travel to LA because apparently it's not that far. No, it's like an hour. It's not hour. I am looking to expand to the LA area. There's a cool other group. They do hikes, runs, yoga on Sundays okay. called Breathe Good. And they're a really good group. That would be like, not me trying to make partnership matchmaking. You're <laughs> live on the podcast. <laughs> out of everything. Yes. It's called, it's called, it's, uh, Breathe Good LA. And they also, now they do Walk Good. Shirley Ralph, her son, Etienne, is the one who, like, leads the group, like, the organization. Are you serious? Connect. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Etienne Maurice, check out Walk Good. Walk Good, if you listening, check out Black Girls Hiking. Also, what's the handle? Because I can't find it on Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) It's Black Girls Hike (laughs) underscore. Black Girl. You all are hearing this live and in person. Black Girl Hike. Black girls. Oh, there it is. Hey. Also, it says on their page, I'm going to read the bio because I feel like being chaotic right now. Black <laughs> girls hike. Oh, I love this logo. She got this afro on. Tag us in your hikes and let's enjoy nature together. Yeah, Connecting with nature. One hiker at a time. Ooh. Beef emoji. Shameless plug. Shameless yes, plug. Sir. Now, before you go, Asia. Who would you like to give some shout outs to? Including what I like to shout out. Yes, of course, me, Asia B from <laughs> hey. Black Girls Hike. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest. Go to our website, www.blackgirlshike.net. Subscribe for all of our details and events. Um, I also want to shout out my homie, Merv. She is a hike lead for Black Girls Hike. Love her down to death because she's just great. You know, it's really nice to find like a teammate, you know? Yeah. Um, she also has her own hiking initiative, Hike for House. Follow her on Instagram. It's underscore Hike for House. We'll make sure we put all these in the show notes so that everyone can find all these fun social things to do and hike and wonderful people to follow and support. Yes. And then lastly, we have the Soul Speakers, and they are a group of creatives 
based out of Brooklyn, New York. And we are having a two-day nature retreat from June 9th to the 11th. Hiking, canoeing. So it's going to be like a great meditative weekend. It's the Soul Seekers Club. Okay. So T-H-E-S-O-U-L-S-E-E-K-E-R-S. Well, I see it right here. Okay. Yeah. Beautiful. Asia, it's been a pleasure having you on. This was phenomenal. I don't have any jokes to end the show with. Oh no, I thought I had some geared up. You suck. We out. Out Here podcast is Allison Jones and Alexi Grusis. Show theme by Spencer Snedden, show graphics by Khalid Gillette, and lead editing by Patrick Emeribe. The Way Out Here Pod Now is an entirely listener-funded program, no corporate sponsorships, no baggage, no nothing. And we couldn't do this without the financial support of our audience. So if you're able, consider going to patreon.com slash weoutherepod and donating. As a thank you, you'll receive access to release bonus content when available, and tiers start as low as $2 a month. At higher tiers, you'll receive complimentary merch quarterly. And if you like the show, give us a quick five-star rating and leave us a review wherever you listen to your podcast. This is free, and it's fundamental to us getting to a wider audience. So please jump on there, give us some love, throw some flowers, and of course, hit us with that five, five stars. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the We Out Here Pod. And while you're out there on that social media, check out Black Girls Hike on Instagram and at blackgirlshike.net to join them on their next hiking adventure. Now, if you're a black, brown, or indigenous person in science and nature and you want to share a story with our audience, hit us up on social media or or on our email at weoutherepod at gmail.com. Happy black history to the fam out there, and we'll see you outside. It's the Soul Seekers Club. Okay. So T H E S O U L S E E K E R S. Oh, I see it right here. Yes. No, this is. You know what this is? It says the Real Soul Seekers. And I was like, this can't be it. It says award winning quartet gospel group from Los Angeles. Maybe. Maybe that's what y'all doing. Maybe that's how you get elevated. You get lifted. Come on, John Legend.